Hello and welcome to CJSW Age-Friendly Programming, broadcasting on 90.9 FM in Calgary and on Treaty 7 and Region 3 territory. Our program is called Age to Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better. I'm Linda Rainey. And I'm Kathy Burrell. Hi everyone, I'm Kathy Burrell. It's hard to believe, but our podcast has reached the one-year mark. Linda and I have researched topics, interviewed experts and older adults, and produced 12 episodes of Age to Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better. This has been a real learning experience for me, and if I can highlight my favorite part of doing a podcast, it would be meeting and interviewing people. Running a close second would be working with my co-host Linda and the lovely and supportive crew at CJSW. Thanks to Adam, Victoria, Marta, and Simon. One of them is always there to answer a question or lend a hand. Speaking of CJSW, Linda and I would like to share some exciting news. Our program was nominated for a 2019 Breaking Barriers Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement through the National Campus and Community Radio Association. This award is given to a program that fights oppression and discrimination while promoting equity. We're honoured that the folks at CJSW nominated our program, and many thanks to Braden, CJSW's spoken word coordinator, for submitting the paperwork and creating an absolutely killer 10-minute highlight reel to submit along with our nomination. The awards were held last month in Toronto, and Linda and I are thrilled to announce that our program received an honourable mention in the Breaking Barriers category. We also wanted to acknowledge that CJSW is no stranger to the Breaking Barriers Award, as last year's winner was the program Bumping Into Walls, another spoken word program broadcast right here on CJSW that explores what it's like to live with vision loss. We hope you've been able to tune into the podcast for the last 12 months, but if you're a new listener, Linda and I are going to do a quick recap of our last 12 episodes. As always, if you have any topics you think need discussing or would like to share a story on what it means to grow older, please get in touch at news at cjsw.com. Braden will pass it along to us. Last but not least, we'd like to thank all of our listeners and everyone who encouraged us and shared the podcast with friends and family over the last 12 months. As promised, Here's a recap of the past year of Age to Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better. Our very first episode of Age to Perfection aired July 23, 2018. We gave an introduction to our brand new age-friendly show with an interview with Mike Todd, spoken word coordinator at that time. Our first show featured a discussion around how the idea evolved for age-friendly programming at CJSW and the introduction of show hosts Linda Rainey and Kathy Burrell. We interviewed Raynell McDonough with the City of Calgary Age-Friendly Strategy, a framework that prepares our city for an aging population. By the year 2041, the over-65 demographic will make up 19% of our total population. In order to be prepared, the City rolled out their Seniors Age-Friendly Strategy in 2015 to encourage Calgarians to age well and stay active and stay connected with the following initiatives. Access to information and services, community support and health, housing, 
participation and inclusion, prevention of elder abuse, transportation and mobility. Episode 2 aired on August 2018. Dr. David Hogan was interviewed in our studio to talk about the U of C Longitudinal Longevity Study. That's a mouthful. He explained the purpose of the study in collaboration with the Brenda Strafford Foundation to enhance wellness of older adults through research, teaching and learning and community outreach projects. The University of Calgary has positioned themselves to be recognized as an age-friendly university. Episode 3 aired in September of 2018, and our show focused on spirituality and religion in an interview with U of C Professor of Social Work, Rachel Crowder. Rachel spoke about the benefits of mindfulness, which can relieve stress, lower blood pressure, reduce chronic pain, and improve sleep. She reviewed the importance of self-kindness and extending compassion to yourself by forgiving and nurturing yourself without judgment. We talked about seniors and social isolation and how quickly some older adults become isolated, either through disability, mental illness, or other circumstances. Sometimes the cold winter weather affects mood and motivation, not to mention the fear of slipping on icy streets, so avoidance brings isolation. In October, we interviewed Humera from the Calgary Seniors Resource Society. She outlined and explained the many services provided for over 23 years to at-risk Calgarians by this local organization that combines outreach, volunteer programming, and community engagement. The Calgary Seniors Resource Society has enriched so many lives by providing friendly visiting, escorted transportation to shopping and appointments, telephone reassurance, and pet assist programs, to name a few of their many free services and support programs. Their funding comes from the United Way, the City of Calgary Family and Community Support Services, the Calgary Foundation, the Distress Centre, Age Care, Calgary Co-op, CARP, and PetSmart Charities of Canada. Episode 5 in November 2018, our topic was volunteering and the many opportunities and benefits, especially to older adults. We interviewed the volunteer coordinator of the new state-of-the-art Calgary Public Library, who explained the volunteer process, training commitment, and benefits. Some adult volunteer opportunities are engaging in activities in the Early Learning Centre and school-age spaces and sharing literacy basics. Or you could volunteer to bring the library to housebound people who are unable to visit the library because of health or mobility issues. Many volunteer opportunities await older adults at the library and throughout Calgary with so many different organizations. We wrapped up the year in December of 2018 with an interview with the National Seniors Council and how this organization relates to the lives of seniors by providing advice to the Government of Canada on current issues around the health, well-being, and quality of life of seniors. The Council produces reports based on their findings and provides them to Canadians as provincial and territorial resources. In Alberta, the key services provided are affordable housing, dental and optical assistance, elder abuse, home adaptation and repair, property tax deferral, and special needs assistance. 
My name is Linda Rainey, and I'd like to thank you so much for listening to our age-friendly program, Age to Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better. The January episode focused on the benefits of staying active, no matter what your age. I interviewed Terry Ann and her mother, Sharon. Terry Ann is a former competitive ski racer, runner, and registered massage therapist here in Calgary. Her mom, Sharon, shared her thoughts on staying active as a mom raising a family and how her activity has grown and changed over the years. I also interviewed Todd Wolanski, a physiotherapist practicing in Canmore, Alberta. Todd discussed how he came to specialize in older adult mobility, and we discussed the latest research into exercise that is reported to help maintain muscle mass in aging bodies. The February episode offered a reprieve from the frigid Calgary winter with a show about travel. Linda shared her story about traveling to East Africa and climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. She discussed the trials and tribulations around making the ascent, as well as other sites seen during her stay in Tanzania. Then closer to home, I interviewed manager Megan and volunteer Linda of the Calgary Airport White Hat Volunteers. The White Hat volunteers welcome millions of visitors to Calgary. They guide airport passengers to their next destination, and they put a friendly face on the hospitality of the Calgary airport. The March episode celebrated creative communication at any age. Linda kicked us off with a reminder about the upcoming provincial election and some of the issues relevant to our growing senior population. Next, she interviewed Mitzi, the creative mind behind Calgary's Third Action Film Festival that was scheduled for the last weekend of Seniors Week in Alberta, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. The festival celebrates everyone's third act and reminds all of us that your 70s, 80s, and 90s can be action-packed. I read an excerpt of a piece on the changing relationship between mothers and daughters called The Dueling Caregivers. And last, but certainly not least, I interviewed Canadian author, educator, and editor Sylvia Taylor for a peek inside the world of memoir writing. The April episode tackled the somewhat messy topic of downsizing, housing, and decluttering. Linda and I shared our views on what it means to consider a life with less. We discussed the cultural phenomenon of Marie Kondo, as well as an alternative view of stuff by R.M. Vaughan in an article titled, Minimalism Be Damned, I Refuse to Feel Guilty About My Junk. The May episode was a preview of Seniors Week in Alberta. From June 3rd to 9th, we joined all Albertans in celebrating everything senior. Linda kicks off the episode with a list of activities and events throughout the city of Calgary at venues like the Kirby Centre, the Glenbow, and Studio Bell. I also did a book review of This Chair Rocks, a manifesto against ageism by Ashton Applewhite. It's really a must-read for anyone interested in the role age plays in our society. The episode also included Linda's examination of a groundbreaking dementia-friendly community, as well as uh, a new Canadian dementia charter of rights. Our June episode featured an interview with Sherry Graydon, She's the founder of Informed Opinions. This organization features a database of expert women to ensure that diverse women's perspectives and priorities are equitably integrated into Canadian society. 
Linda provided a primer on the field of gerontology, and to honor Calgary's Western heritage and hospitality, as we do through Stampede, we featured some cowboy poetry. It's Kathy Burrell here. I attended a conference on aging last month in Ontario at Trent University in beautiful Peterborough. I finished my M.Ed. over a year ago and identify as a non-academic, just someone interested in social gerontology, which is defined as a focus on the social aspect of growing older. These conferences bring together academics from all over the world. I don't know about you, but I would rather hear someone give a presentation on their paper rather than reading the paper on my own. I love writing, especially non-academic writing, and I'm not sure if it was the conference or revisiting my interview with Sherry Graydon of Informed Opinions or thinking about a strange experience a few months ago but I was compelled to write something recently that I submitted as an opinion piece to coincide with Seniors Week in BC and Alberta. The piece was published in the Kelowna Daily Courier and in the Penticton Herald around the beginning of June. If you want to do a web search, Seniors Week Op-Ed Kathy Burrell Kelowna. But if you don't want to do the search, here it is. I was trapped in a car for 25 minutes with three strangers recently. The seemingly benign conversation took such an uncomfortable turn, it felt like I had witnessed someone being attacked and remained quietly complicit. A fellow passenger proceeded to recount a funny story about her 95-year-old mother. Her mother was nearly blind and confined to a wheelchair. One day, she said, her mother was complaining. The woman, who was well over 60, reminded her mother that assisted suicide was now legal in Canada and that if the mother was so inclined, it could just be arranged for her to just go to sleep. Cue the nervous chuckles from the rest of the occupants in the car who had suddenly been thrust into a world where putting your mother to sleep for complaining was something that seemingly sane strangers joked about. The International Federation on Aging suggests that instance of ageism are normalized by suggestions that older people should move out of the way and let others have a chance. A chance at what? At staying alive? In my new increasingly uncomfortable backseat car world, when your mother loses her status as agentic human and becomes a troublesome other, the solution, it was obvious. My shock after considering what had been said did not permit me to pose a question as to how this woman would have felt reaching the same age and physical state as her mother in similar conversation with her own daughter. And that is the point, really. Ageism prevents us from imagining ourselves at a similar age or in pain or in some way physically diminished. Death seems to be preferable to becoming the stereotypical burden to your loved ones. My mother, who was 41 when I was born, died 20 years ago when I was 36, too quickly, from lung cancer. I think about her every day. We managed her dying together. She wanted to die at home in her bed. 
The combined efforts of home care, morphine, oxygen, and a do-not-resuscitate order helped me get through the week, except for the night my mom was so agitated by the morphine she started to cry for help, and a nurse friend of my brother's had to call me long distance, reminding me that the DNR made calling 911 a waste of time. As a nurse in the 1940s, my mother understood way more than I did, and despite her pain and discomfort, mustered her strength to help prepare her daughter for a motherless future. A year later, I helped a friend through her mother's passing, numbly offering advice while standing at a payphone in the local mall. When you watch someone die, you join a club that necessitates sharing what you know with others, who are mostly, as you were, uncomprehending of the process of dying. As a society, I think we need to come to terms with our own mortality and stop burdening the old with our fears. Watching a parent age and sometimes die is what children do, whether you're 36 or 66. What if the roles were reversed? Would your parent make a joke about putting you to sleep if you were a 15-year-old with a debilitating condition? In societies such as ours, where individuals are routinely living mostly healthy lives that can span nine decades or more, we need to address the systemic ageism that serves to diminish and marginalize the adults who have the audacity to need us for five or so years at the end of their lives. Growing older in a way that is convenient or suits our children's sensibilities is absolutely impossible. Understanding older adults as our future selves is the key to creating a future without ageism. Just my take. Thanks for listening. I'm Kathy Burrell. Today our topic is the high cost of funerals. We have a special interview to let you know there are options to save you money. If you were to Google what the average funeral cost is in Alberta, this is the information you would find on the McGinnis and Holloway website which is the first one that popped up when I did my search, although there are several other funeral service providers. McGinnis and Holloway offer a wide variety of services with average costs ranging between $6,000 and $8,000. One of the big factors that contributes to the funeral cost is the type of casket chosen. Costs of caskets raise from, range from $2,000 to $10,000. Add to this the cost of a burial plot, which is thousands of dollars, plus the cost of a headstone. Here are some of the reasons funerals cost so much. It takes 48 man-hours to plan, prepare, and coordinate an average funeral service. Firstly, a release and transfer from the place of death, then embalming and sanitation, cosmetology, hairdressing, and casketing. The funeral director meets with the family several times to coordinate the details regarding cemetery or crematorium, clergy, casket, flowers, and musicians. The director assists the family with completion of government forms, permits, obituaries, memorial books, viewing, visitation, preparing limousines for the funeral procession, cleanup of facilities and equipment before and after the service, record-keeping, and invoicing. Staff are on call 24 hours a day. You may be wondering if cremation is cheaper than burial, and according to the Cremation Research Council, the average cost of cremation is between $700 and $1,200, which doesn't include a funeral service. 
The cost of cremation is less because you don't need to purchase a casket or have the body embalmed. Most funeral homes do not have a crematorium, so there will be a transport fee as well as cost of coroner certificate and other death registration legalities. You can choose to scatter the ashes on land or from the air. You can float them in the water or bury them in a plot in a biodegradable urn. Be sure to check the local laws and legislation as to where you can scatter human remains. Some people like to plan their funeral arrangements in advance so they can spare their family the process at an emotional time. The Calgary Cooperative Memorial Society makes funeral planning simple and affordable. The society was formed more than half a century ago and is run as a non-profit cooperative, arranging discounted funeral plans for its members. More than 45,000 members have joined. Good morning, Barb. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. We have some questions for you. Is it just Calgary, or are there other areas that the Calgary Cooperative Memorial Society serves? We have about 50,000 members serving in Calgary. We have uh, uh, Cornerstone in Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, Tabor, and Cochrane in Airdrie. How much does a membership cost to the society? To become a member, it's a one-time, lifetime, $40 membership, and that's one-time only, no annual fees after that. Okay, that's very reasonable. Can you tell me how much can members expect to save if they join your cooperative and plan their funeral with you? Absolutely. They'll save, uh, can save up to thousands of dollars on a funeral with a service or in a burial or a cremation and our average funeral cost today is about ten thousand dollars and with a membership you can have a funeral for the same thing for five thousand dollars and cremation is probably about three to four thousand dollars now and it's half that price with our membership that is quite a substantial savings i must say it is it's great for that for the family instead of pay it to the funeral home. Why not save it for the family members? Exactly. So, Barb, can you tell me, how does payment work? Payment for the membership is quite simple. You can pick up an application at any Calgary Co-op grocery store, or you can register online at calgarymemorial.com. They can call the office, and I can do it by phone if it's a little more urgent. And the payments for the actual service that you're looking for can be done in advance with prepayments, monthly prepayments, and you can lock in today's prices by that. So say I wanted to become a member, I would pay my $40 and take out my membership, and I could discuss with you the arrangements that I wanted. I could pay it in full, do the monthly payments, or um, or could I just take my membership for now and not make any payments? That's exactly right, Linda. You can get the membership and just leave it until the time comes and your family will still save with the price of the that day. Or you can do some pre-planning with our pre-arrangement consultant who can come and see you at your home if you're not able to get out. Or you can go to one of our locations and view view the items, the caskets, the urns, and have a little bit more peace of mind of what you're purchasing. But I there's see. no pressure sales and the society makes sure, sure that there are no pressure sales for you. Okay. Um, Can you tell me who your funeral service providers are? 
I certainly can in Lethbridge. We have Cornerstone Funeral Home and Medicine Hat. We have South Southland Funeral Home in Calgary. We've had a 25-year relationship with McInnes and Holloway, namely because they are family-owned, they're community, they're not secretly owned by an American corporation, and they are gracious enough to give us the savings for our members. I see. Do you have anything else you would like to add to this interview about the the benefits to membership? Absolutely. Thank you, Linda, for this opportunity. And just want to mention that it's something that people don't not necessarily like to think about, but everyone is going to die. And you can sign up any age. If you're 18 and under, you will be a member under your parent who is a member. You can register anybody else and you can register at any time, and you don't even have to have the other person know if they're uncomfortable. Um, Just sit on the membership and then let the family know when the time comes that they're eligible to save a lot of money. Uh, We can register palliative care. We can register anyone if there's an emergency or a sudden accident. We're now getting calls from people who are having assisted suicides in Alberta, and they're registering too so that we can help them plan for their end and I guess that's it the only the only qualification is that the person is still alive when we get the membership I see I'm so glad you joined us today to share the information about your society because I think it is something that a lot of us probably were not aware of and it's one of the big questions in our mind is how much is a funeral service going to cost us or our family ultimately in the end Exactly. And please keep in mind that we are not the only society. There is a memorial society in every province of Canada. And so the memberships are transferable if you do move. Well, that's very good to know because people do tend to move around and they don't want to leave their memberships or associations behind when they do so. That's right. Okay. Well, thanks again very much, Barb Montgomery, for joining us today. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. It's calgarymemorial.com. You can also contact the Calgary Cooperative Memorial Society by telephone at 403-248-2044 or 1-800-566-9959. Some time ago on one of our programs, we talked about downsizing and decluttering, whether you're considering making a move or just getting your house in order. I would like to do a follow-up to that program, which has to do with my own personal experience recently. My husband and I decided to sell our house and buy a condo to allow us some freedom to travel and forever get away from home maintenance and repairs and all the cost and responsibility that goes with it. No matter how many books you read or how much advice you get, you'll never truly know how challenging this can become. Over your lifetime, you collect so many material things and save photographs and who knows what, and then one day you have to decide what you're willing to part with. The downsizing books suggest putting the emotionally attached items to the side and revisiting them after you've completed purging everything else. I have to say, it doesn't become any easier by doing this. I found myself looking at the same photographs and mementos over and over and still not able to get rid of any of them. So I decided to take all the photos out of the large frames they were in to save space, which reduced a couple of huge boxes of my precious framed photos down to a couple of file folders 
containing all the pictures I loved. I didn't find clothing that difficult to get rid of, because I guess I had subconsciously thought about it for some time, but was too lazy to sort through and pack it up. Garage sales are a great way to get rid of items you no longer want or need, but be prepared to let your stuff go for rock-bottom prices. Whatever doesn't sell should definitely not be put back on the shelf in your basement or your closet. By donating items to charity, you won't feel as guilty about all the money you spent on all the useless items you've amassed and can't remember why you bought all these things to begin with. Reassure yourself by knowing that someone else will enjoy your old stuff, which is new to them. When you get near the end of the process and you still haven't reduced all the clutter you had hoped to, you become more ruthless and you will find it easier to let go. It really is like a weight being lifted off your shoulders to declutter your life. Moving from a large space to a smaller space leaves you no choice. You must reduce the volume of everything you have or forever be faced with a cluttered environment. So my advice to you is to give it your best shot, a little at a time or all at once, however you can. It will be worth it in the end. I'm Linda Rainey for CJSW Aged Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better. That's it for our program today. Thank you so much for listening to CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. Our program is Age to Perfection and Old Enough to Know Better.